The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. How are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic? or lethargic and weak. Listen to your heart. Welcome to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now here's Dr. Marianne. Hello and welcome to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase. Glad to have you with me today. Today we will be talking about anger and why are is everybody so angry all the time? And it does really seem like that. However, you can make a difference. But before we get into that, I'd like to remind everybody that you can connect with me on my Facebook page, The Healing Whisper. I'd love to hear your comments, questions, and anything else that you'd like to bring up on Facebook, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, and my website, The Healing Whisper. Whisper.com. And don't forget to head on over to voiceamerica.tv and check out the videos there. Not only do I have gardening mindfully videos, but I also have things like the healing codes. So you can follow along with the healing codes. And pretty soon I will be putting up short videos just really let's say, the Reader's Digest version of this show today. And before we continue, I'd just love to do this little disclaimer that this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show today is the opinion of myself, Dr. Marianne Chase. Please always check with a licensed health care provider about any concerns that you may have. Okay, anger. Yeah, we all experience anger. Every single one of us all the time. Well, maybe not all the time, but we all experience anger. And there is nothing wrong absolutely nothing wrong to experiencing and feeling anger. Where it becomes a problem is when you are experiencing anger all the time, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. When your dreams, if you actually remember them, are angry, then there is a problem. Where does anger come from? It is purely an emotion. 
And as much as many people do not want to admit that there is an emotional component to themselves as human beings, folks, there is a huge emotional component as human beings. Now, unfortunately, recently here in the United States, we experienced a situation of a mass killing of people. And now that this killing has happened, people are angry. And they have every right to be angry. The individual that did the shootings, I would be willing to bet that He was a very angry person. So angry that apparently this individual checked out doing the same thing in many other venues. So what causes anger? Well, Just like this situation in Las Vegas this past week, the anger caused by the victims and the people that have heard about it, that is what I call a righteous anger. It is a, you have every right to be angry about that situation. And because that sort of anger is caused by that should never have happened. It should never have happened to that individual that I know or love. It should never have happened to any of those people. And then some of the responses across the board of individuals that are in the public eye, that even caused greater anger because those responses weren't necessarily kind, for lack of better word. So the emotions that we feel related to these sorts of things always, 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 always come from our heart and the beliefs that we have in our heart. And I will get into some detail about those beliefs as we go on. But there are many things that will trigger those beliefs in our heart. Oh, and I did say always comes from beliefs in our heart. There is actually one tiny thing that I have just recently learned about. It's a very tiny thing, both physically as well as how it affects us. And that would be a parasitic infection 
and or a microbiome imbalance. Now, what's a microbiome? The microbiome is all of those bacteria, fungus, viruses, yes, and even what is called parasites that are living on our body and in our body. Not just the gut, but on our nerve endings and various places throughout our body. And those microbiomes, those parasites, carry emotions themselves. And I personally experienced when I was just doing a regular cleanse and a specific cleanse of parasite cleanse. It's something that everybody should do on a regular basis. Regular meaning every couple of years or so, at least in my opinion. I experienced the emotions of those parasites being cleansed out of my body. Those emotions of fear and anger. It's amazing. And I didn't have any idea that that would happen until I was told by a holistic practitioner. But a lot of the anger, those emotion-triggering things, will come from things that are involved with our bodies. The foods that we eat. This is a big deal. Now, have you ever heard the expression, you are really hangry? It's a fairly recent expression, actually, when a person gets so hungry that they're actually angry. And I, I, you know what? I know that happens to me, and I know it happens to lots of people. And the thing that really triggers hangry is a diet that isn't feeding the brain well. And what feeds the brain well? Well, you know what? The brain only eats two things. And it's glucose and another little thing called ketones. Now, I could get into the chemistry of ketones, but that would be a little much. Suffice it to say, ketones come from good fats. And when a person is not on a good fat diet, maybe they're on a damaging fat diet, and yes, you do need to eat fats. The low-fat craze is just that. It's a craze, and it can be very dangerous. Because our brain is, guess what? Fat. All fat. And specifically, it is a type of fat called, get this, cholesterol. And if we're not feeding our brain right, if it doesn't have enough food of the right kind, if it's had too much sugar 
to much refined foods like anything that comes in a box or prepackaged. It's not feeding the brain correctly. Yeah, it does the brain does need to eat sugar. But when you are feeding it sugar, 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 and then even you add to it the artificial sugars because you told you were told that, well, you need to stop eating sugar. That's not exactly correct. You need to lower the amount of sugar because you do need sugar. And it is a specific sugar called glucose. Our brain does not recognize the other sugars that there are. Then there are lots and lots of sugars. The alcohol sugars like xylitol and the sugar that sort of is sugar but really isn't sugar. It just tastes like sugar to us, which is stevia. And stevia is a good thing because it's pulling us away from all of those bad sugars. Now, when we are eating too much sugar, are you an addict to sugar? Do you have to have your pop, your soda pop? then you are creating a problem in your brain called insulin resistance. And so even though you're eating the sugar, it's not absorbing into the brain. So folks, I will get into some more detail about this after the break. So don't go away. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. are listening to the healing whisper a return to peace if you would like to comment or have a question about our show today please call in to 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 if you'd rather send an email our email address is the healing whisper at mindspring.com now back to the show 
Welcome back to the show. Today we are talking about anger. And just before the break, I was talking about the effects of foods on our body. And I was specifically going over the effect of sugar on our brain. Yes, we have to have sugar to make our brain function correctly. And you know what? When our brain is not functioning correctly, when things are not firing off the way they need to fire off in the brain, People will get agitated, and that agitation, that anxiety, exhibits many, many times as anger. And so, what do you do? Well, first of all, if you have a brain that is going into insulin resistance, uh, you know what? That is causing damage to the brain, and it oftentimes exhibits in the older individual, and sometimes not even old elderly individuals, as dementia and or Alzheimer's. And so we're causing all of this and damage to our brain, which by sugar or by not feeding it the right foods, by not having enough of the good fats in our diets. And when we don't feed our brain What happens? Well, pretty much the same thing happens when you don't feed your body right or at all. It goes into a starvation mode. And when a body goes into a starvation mode, eventually it will start burning the fat. And eventually it will start burning muscle. And when a brain goes into starvation mode, it only has one thing to burn, and that is itself. So that's what's going on with your brain and sugar. Now, you do need to feed it sugar, but you also need to stop the, the insulin resistance in the brain. Because you've been having too much sugar, you need to start putting in those good fats. And you know what? The best fat for the brain to reduce the anxiety, to reduce the agitation, is what's called an MCT oil. Now, MCT oils are medium-chain triglycerides. And that's what MCT stands for. You can get it just about in any store now because they are gaining more and more attention. And when a person gets that medium-chain triglyceride in their brain, it has ketones in it. And those ketones just feed the brain reduces the anxiety, reduces the agitation, and actually eliminates a lot of need for medications because of depression and anxiety. Which leads me into the next subject of what's going on with our body that's causing anger. And folks, it's the medications that we tend to be fed. Now, most people know that I get on this soapbox of anti-medications. And 
while I'm up on that soapbox, I'm going to say that, yes, there are medications that are life-saving medications. And there are medications that need and have been really helpful in many, many things. But to take the position that a medication, and I'm also counting over the counter, but to take into mind that to be forever on a medication is really missing the boat. Because it's not a lack of medication that we're suffering. It is a lack of quality diet and supplements that are very helpful. And I'm not even going to take time to get into the supplements that are very helpful. But here are the three main medications that actually cause more anger than they help. And the first one, get this, are anti-anxiety medications, antidepressants. If you've ever listened to this smoking cessation drug, it was originally put out there as an antidepressant. But they also discovered that it would help people stop smoking. But if you listen to the disclaimers during the commercials, it says may cause depression, may cause violent behavior, may cause an increase in suicide. And yeah, would you want to take a medication that may cause you just to simply become so depressed, so angry, that you just take your life as a result of it? Antidepressants are, and anti-anxiety medications are famous for removing from our bodies essential nutrients like magnesium. Magnesium is one of those nutrients that helps our nerves fire off to help our muscles work, to help our brains work. It also removes the B vitamins, which give us energy and gives our brain energy. An essential enzyme to keep our heart healthy and our arteries healthy is an enzyme called CoQ10. So if an individual is taking an antidepressant and anti-anxiety, they really need to bump up many of the nutrients that are being removed from the body as a result. Another medication that really damages our bodies are these anti-cholesterol medications. Now, my soapbox on the anti-cholesterol medications are that the whole cholesterol measuring thing is a myth. Yes, there are some individuals that have high cholesterol of the wrong type of cholesterol. However, my belief and my opinion is if they were to change their diet, that would change everything as far as cholesterol. And the third medication that is causing us to be hangry 
are those proton pump inhibitors. Those things that help us with our excess stomach acid. And the truth of the matter is, it's not excess stomach acid that's the problem. It's not enough stomach acid. I know, it sounds rather kind of counterintuitive. But those proton pump inhibitors, those stomach acid preventers, yeah, they remove the pain because there's absolutely no acid in the stomach. And it removes all of those essential vitamins and causes our microbiome to be non-functional. And thus the good bugs in our gut are going away, being replaced by bad bugs, which help us become angry. Now, back to foods. There are many foods that if we eat them and we're either allergic to it or not tolerating that particular food because it has naturally some substance in it that we have been overexposed to, for example, gluten or even MSG, then that can make us angry as well. Now, there's one last thing that's going on with our bodies that trigger anger. And that last thing are toxins. Now, folks, we do live in a very toxic world. There is no doubt about it. And there is no way to avoid all those toxins except by living in a complete bubble and even then you have to eat and those toxins come in with the food that we eat. Things like herbicides, things like pesticides and the BPA or BPS that is in our plastics that we use. There are many, many, many things that a person can do to avoid toxins or reduce their exposure to toxins. And I won't even take the time to get into that. Just know that the toxins will create an environment in your body to really cause much more of the anger to come up to be triggered because those toxins cause the body to not function as it was designed to function. It all comes full circle when it comes to our body. The microbiome, the things we put in our body either on purpose like foods and medications, or accidentally by the toxins. So let's just take a look at those things and do those little things that we need to do to mitigate or even eliminate some things. Now, I 
do want to emphasize, if you're on any medication, please, please, please do not just eliminate it immediately. That can be a very dangerous thing. Not so much with the proton pump inhibitors, but maybe a little bit with the cholesterol medications, especially if your diet hasn't changed. If your cholesterol goes below a certain level, then again, you're not feeding your brain right. But if you change your diet, the cholesterol will start going down to where your doctor can actually say, you don't need this anymore. When we come back from the break, we will talk about the other things that will trigger anger. So don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Today, we are talking about anger. And I would like to remind everybody that you can connect with me on my Facebook page, The Healing Whisper, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. And don't forget to head on over to Voice America. TV. Check out the TV show over there. Now, anger. We've already talked about the things that can go on with our body that can trigger anger. And the other thing that uh, can trigger anger is our relationship with God or the universe, if you will. Or shall we say the lack of relationship with God and the universe. Many, many times, we as human beings think that we can do 
everything and anything all by ourselves. And when it doesn't work out that way, necessarily, we can either become angry, get mad at God, or blame God for things that uh, really we needed to depend on God for. Now, if you don't believe in God, or if you don't believe in a universal power, that's fine. That's your choice. But take into consideration that that lack of relationship may be a reason for anger. And if you never experience or rarely experience anger, then great, that's wonderful. Now, the third thing that can trigger us, and maybe not necessarily even trigger us, but cause us to be angry, are our associations. The people that we are around every day and even the people that we aren't around, but even just watch or listen to on the radio or television. We pick up that anger energy. So if you are in a family where everybody around you is angry, For whatever reason. Maybe it just doesn't take anything for that individual or individuals to become angry. Then you will pick up on that anger. And it will become a way to live. If you have friends that are angry all the time, Let's just say you belong to a gang and the whole purpose of the gang is based on anger. Then you will be an angry person. Or you go to work and there's one person that's angry. Or many people that are angry. And the problem is, in a work space, one person becomes angry, is angry. And if that person has a lot of contact, or if that person broadcasts it loudly enough, then everybody else in that workplace becomes angry. Now, the interesting thing about this whole anger thing is that you can change it yourself. Number one, if you're the angry person and recognize it, you can stop it right there by choosing. To not be angry. But if you're not the angry person, say it's somebody across the aisle from your cubicle at work, 
if that's the type of workspace that you have, then you can choose joy, you can choose happy, and you know what? Positive energy of joy and happiness is much more powerful than the angry energy. And by having that energy of joy and happiness, you can begin to change your work environment. Yes, it is extremely difficult to go into a work environment where everybody or some people or the leadership is angry. Extremely difficult. And there are ways you can learn to protect yourself from those negative energies. Or if you starts to bring you down, there are ways to protect yourself in that manner. So when you find yourself being bombarded by negative energies, you can learn to throw up those shields, you can learn to protect yourself, and then you can learn to start exuding positive energy. And what's the best way to exude positive energy or just have it leak out of every pore of your body? First of all, it's to say a prayer of love for that individual or individuals that are angry. And that prayer would sound something like this. I pray that this anger and this negative energy from whoever the person is be removed and that I can show love for that other person. Showing love for people that are angry towards you or verbally abusive or physically abusive is an extraordinarily difficult thing. I will not lead you to think that, oh, well, you know, just say love. And if you do not feel you can give love out to that person who is angry, then ask for the ability to learn how to give the love out. That is the only positive thing that you can do. Now, what is triggering all of this? Well, it is our beliefs, the beliefs that we carry in our heart. And those beliefs come into about nine different categories. Not about nine, they come into nine different categories. 
And I've been going over these categories lately in some detail. And it's all about the conversation, all about, shall we say, the narrative that we were taught or that we learned to say when we were very young or that we inherited the beliefs. And so here's the first one. When it comes to that category of love, that conversation tends to be, if they don't love me, it's their fault. They annoy me anyway. If they know what's good for them, they will give me what I want. That's love. And in the joy category, happiness is as unpredictable as people. Get them all in a headlock and you will be safe. And in the peace category, I'm angry that peace eludes me. Peace is a ridiculous goal anyway. Peace for others is not my goal either. Are you picking up a just a little bit of a theme here? That at least in the love, joy, peace area, that it's an entitlement conversation. I am entitled to love. I am entitled to peace. And if the other people do not give it to me, then I will be angry. It's their fault. So I am always angry. And there's no peace for a person that's angry. And there's certainly very little joy and very little love for an angry individual. Now, if we talk about the category of patience, how many angry people do you know who are patient? They're probably saying something like, patience doesn't make things happen, impatience does. I have to push and push for results. The energy of anger, impatience, and frustration covers my fear and forces others to do what I want. Again, we're talking about a sense of entitlement, forcing others to do what you want. And this person has developed the negative belief, the untrue belief, that that anger is the only way to get things done. And to force others to do what they want. Folks, I'm going to take a break a little bit early here. And when we come back, we will talk about more anger conversations. Don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. 
Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit thehealingwhisper.com and click coaching. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. We are talking about anger, and just before the break, I was uh, into the conversations that we might be having with ourselves relative to various categories. We just finished with the category of patience. Now, how about this category of kindness? And uh, have you ever met an angry person that is angry all the time that is also a kind person? I personally have not, and you probably have not. But here is the conversation that a person who has an issue with kindness might be having. Kindness means I get taken advantage of. People do not respect kindness. They respect money and power. And the weak want me to be kind. I want them out of my way. Again, the conversation is an entitlement conversation. Out of my way. And it can become from an area of being rejected or being treated in a very unkind manner. Now, in the goodness conversation, is the good die young? There was a song out there, (laughs) probably 30, 40 years ago, about the good all die young. I will take what I want by force. Everyone is faking being good. They are phonies. And the thing that's going on that causes that particular conversation of anger has to do with shame about things that were done or not done or believing that you are not good enough. Now, as I have discussed in previous shows, all of these categories can create a different emotion going on. 
But it seems these days that people land into the anger emotion more than the other emotions. And personally, I think the reason that people will tend to land into that anger emotion is because there is so much anger all the way around them. People that are angry about the results of an election. People that are angry about an event that should not have happened. People that are angry about whatever is being brought to our attention. Let's face it, it's being brought to our attention by the media to make us angry. Because, well, there is that negative belief that anger is the only way to get things done or to change things. And it is not. Now, in the trust category, whenever an individual's trust has been violated, it will make them angry. Angry at themselves for allowing that trust to be violated, angry at the other person or thing, meaning that I trusted my car to get me to work and it broke down. I am angry. That's fine. You can be angry temporarily, but it's certainly not going to get the car fixed. And if another individual has violated your trust and you're angry, Continuing to be angry at that other person is not going to fix the thing that caused them to violate your trust. And the conversation is, it is better to realize that everyone is out for themselves, including me. Dog eat dog and survival of the fittest and etc., etc., that's that anger conversation when it comes to trust having been violated. Now we've got the humility category. And that is the category where you're saying, I am okay or I'm not okay. And the anger that comes out of that conversation is, I feel like kicking humble people. Being wimpy doesn't get you anywhere. It gets you stepped on like a doormat. Now, just remember, humility is not about being lower than another person. And it's certainly not about being better than another person. It's about being equal to that other person. Not feeling better than or holier than, or even less than that other person. And the final category, which is what I went over in last week's show, is the self-control category. Now, self-control is one of those categories that is really affected by all of the previous eight categories. But the conversation with that when a person is out of control is people pay attention when I rant and rave. I don't control myself. I control them. Now, I've already mentioned 
what you can do to protect yourself from the anger energies of other people and the anger energies of the world in general. And there are many, many, many energy techniques that you can do to help protect yourself. And some of them last longer than others. Some of them you have to repeat in the day to protect yourself energetically. And what I will be giving you right now is a healing code that you can do quickly to, if you're feeling down, if you're beginning to feel anger, if that anger is being shot at you like an arrow piercing you, then you can do this healing code. And it is a simple one. And if you're not where you can write this down, please come back to the show and write it down at a later date. And those hand positions are the left hand jaw, right hand temple. The next hand position would be left hand temple, right hand jaw. And the third hand position are both hands to the bridge. And just repeat that. You only need to repeat it once. And that should calm things down for you a great deal. Before you do the code, take a deep breath. Ask for peace. Ask for the anger to be dissolved. Do the code twice, and then you're good to go. And if you find that you're not good to go, then you may need to do it, repeat it over several minutes. It won't hurt. Now, the other thing is, if you're not in a place where you can actually do the hand positions and the code, that's okay. Just imagine doing it vividly in your imagination. Now, the other thing, if you're being bombarded with anger energy of other people, just remember, you cannot change that other person. It's not your job. The only person that can change that other person is themselves. That's just a law of nature. That does not prevent you from saying the prayer and doing the code that I just gave you for them. You just do it on yourself and you release that code to them in love when you are done. Take a deep breath and move on. Well, folks, it has come time for the end of the show. And we have been talking about issues of the heart that cause us to become angry. And that is really why the very wise man, King Solomon, said, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it including anger and actions of anger. So until next week, blessings. 
Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week. Oh,